bring Osama bin Laden to the gates of hell. We got Jews in the house? You fucking mark! We are in control now. <laughs> Allah, that's right, infidels. You made it through another week of directed energy weapon attacks. Referees putting themselves over the road to the UK. And yes, you're back here in the Friday locker room where no one is safe from the Striz and the Hez breaking down all the week's headlines. It's heels over strong. The true immortal God, the son of Allah, bin Hamid. Here, channelattitude.com. Your law. Ah, what's good, fam? What's good, everybody? Man, what a long night it was last night in the AEW self-help. Uh, it was the show that would not end last night. I felt like I was trapped in three hours of Raw. Only about <laughs> two minutes of it really got over with me. So it will be interesting. Uh, I'll light the fuse later today. But this isn't that show. This is the A show. It's not the A show with April Hunter and Big Ray Hernandez. It's uh, it's the veteran uh, weekend uh, wrap-up here on the Friday Locker Room. And nobody else We'd rather have with us. It's the summer of Striz Strangler Steve from the Wednesday locker room in the house, man. Good to see you, Striz. What's going on, dude? It's been uh, it's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's crazy. We only have two of these left before we're into September. So yeah, it's, man. It's, man, it's fucking going through the clip. Time just rips by, dude. And I, I don't know if it's being in 40s and 50s uh, era yeah. of our life, and every it's always been that way or not, but the way it comes at you and you're up at seven and you, you take a breath and all of a sudden it's one in the afternoon and then it's nine at night. It just time yeah. is flying by. And then AEW or raw comes on and time stands still. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a crazy time warp, but uh big talk this week. It was great to be on cafe day Renee on Monday uh, with a, plenty of veteran workers over there you guys check that show out and uh talking hot headlines and then on master shoot theater recapping uh you know the ever unfolding uh maui tragedy or planned tragedy or you know <laughs> agenda 2030 uh depopulation uh takeover yeah yeah the maui burst as some are dubbing it now and uh then with peruvian face eating eating aliens Another hot topic that way. Uh, and they were supposed to talk about pro wrestling. Meanwhile, just trying to get my dispensary and cannabis started. So just so much on so many levels of like, how do I even focus on what is truly important in my existence? You know, so yeah. uh, and but this weekend I'll be busting my ass at this 75th annual New York State Woodsman's Field Days World Championship Lumberjack spectacular and hootenanny so <laughs> it'll be it'll be a, a humbling experience no matter what man but uh glad we can blow off some steam together here dude we i didn't even really get to on master shoot theater w- uh, to all of it because you know russo uh doesn't want uh his patreon demonetized and patreon is run by a bunch of 
you know, leftist snowflakes who will crush it. I didn't even get to the Obama love letters, uh, you know, uh, admitting uh, his his tendencies and how that may play into team paddleboard face down in the pond (laughs) out there. You know (laughs) what I mean? And, uh, and even getting into uh, the hardcores of, conspiracy when it comes to the Maui burst. So I always uh, value and enjoy hearing your opinion on everything, but what's got your eye this week, Striz? Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned the Obama letter and everything. I was watching a show last night that had Tyrus on it. And he, he said the funniest thing, and it's like you can almost picture this, but I mean, his backstory as far as Obama goes is you probably, you know, this isn't the case, but Tyrus is saying, what if, just, just what if, uh, this girl that he was going out with, Obama was going out with back in his college days, was such like a psycho that he was like trying to figure out ways to break up with her, and he, he would <laughs> accept anything. And he's like, "Well, listen, see, here's the real deal. <laughs> uh, I'm a bit of a fizzle, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fancy the company of men. And, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. I, I get it now. So I thought I thought that was a good way out. I think like Tyrus that. is." brilliant in, in the way yeah. he handles it uh backhanded yeah. locker room wise hands hands all these but uh <laughs> i mean after that came out uh some footage that's been swept under the carpet this uh uh you know not too handsome white man uh from halstead in chicago <laughs> the block i yeah lived i lived the block off of there which is the you know pride neighborhood in chicago saying how uh he blew Obama in the back of a limousine yeah, twice, and, right? Like yeah, went, and then well, then he went to yeah, he went to uh, the Days Inn in Gurney, which I looked up, and it's a two-star shitbox Days Inn or whatever, you know. Yeah. And that Obama showed up knocking on his door within <laughs> twenty hours after that too for for round two. So yeah. just these, you know, it, it stacks and compiles and whatever you like uh, putting dicks in your mouth. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> like uh, the problem is, is when you sell it as worthy. Uh, all-american cosby family and yeah. uh you know trump who's on trial for his own gangster indiscretions right now uh you know p- puts over let me see the birth certificate and then nothing right and then it yeah. leaks out and i did the work on it the one that was downloaded from the dot gov site that was split into lay I, I brought it into illustrator as a pdf and they didn't flatten their layer comps and anybody who's even a half-assed Adobe user and can go into the layers and see where this thing was doctored. And then as soon as that story hits on uh, Infowars.com, uh, <laughs> it's taken offline. You can't get it anymore, right? Like, for, it's only those who know how to do the deconstruction. And then there's always the big Mike with the fucking dick flopping around yeah. and, and while she's doing the Dougie or whatever on Ellen, you know? Yeah. And uh, show me people offering $100,000 to show a picture of Michelle Obama pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing ever comes out. And then it even breaks down the family that's been closest to them off of the CIA op that his father ran and every other thing that Sasha and Malia look a lot more <laughs> like those people than they do Big Mike and, and Barry O. So Barry Sitaro. So, uh, you know, like um, there's there's all these things that never get addressed and you can mix in the um, shoot by uh, 
sorry, what's her name? The comedian who passed away during face lift surgery that was probably a murder. Uh, oh, Joan Rivers. Uh, Joan Rivers say, calling, like, outing them on the steps, yeah. and she's dead, what, eight months later after No, she was that. dead that day. Oh, was that? She was, it was, she was going that. up into the, the surgical center. Are you sure that was the one? I, I, she, I thought so. but I, I think it might be a little after. I don't want to. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong, and you could possibly be right. I just want to play counter. I just always associated with it happening back to back. But, I mean, yeah. who knows? Uh, you know, the, all that is right there. And, and the surgeon, the, by the way, took pictures of herself while Joan was unconscious, doing selfies with Joan yeah, on the table. Yeah, 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 dude. Um, you know, all of this that stacks up and then, hey, we've got a, a Clinton level, the chef that we loved so much uh, mm -hmm. just happens to end up dead in the pond paddle boarding in a pond. No right. fucking wake or, you know, waves or undertow or current, things like that. Are we talking about gay lovers who need to be silenced? You right. know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Who, knows, who else is, who who else is chef much? dying also? Who else is chef passed? Hillary's. Oh, Hillary's went too. There yeah, well, the, the the chef that was the when they were in the White House got also, some perfect. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I mean, all those things that stack up, man, and, yeah. and it's none of it's really to do with like we live a deviant lifestyle. Okay. It's a it's the fact that you sold it, and funny enough, under his his own fucking uh, litigation of the Cosby family, right, mm -hmm. <laughs> is how you sold it with Claire Huxtable and fucking doctors and all that type of shit at that status level. Uh, and the reality is, Rudy isn't even your fucking kid, <laughs> you know, possibly. <laughs> right. So, so th that's really what it comes down to is. <laughs> They actually sold a theatrical family of CQAs <laughs> down to the kids and probably even lied to the kids and telling mm -hmm. them who their parents Could were. Be, yeah, you just know? so they don't have a break, you know. Right. And, and so they don't know. And and then it was sold and <laughs> people are gonna want extreme retribution for that, bro. Yeah, you and they're the thinking thing? they're gonna march out Big Mike as the fucking 2024 runner right. after they tip out. Uh, Sleepy Joe, I, I see it all going to hell, bro. Well, you know, I I, I honestly think that if we're, we're back in like 2008 and Obama was running for president and he was openly saying he was gay, he still would have become the president. I think so, so too. So I think they jumped through a bunch of hoops they didn't need to with that kind of stuff by hiding things. Well, people would have been like, no, we're not only are we, you know, we're super progressive, we're gonna elect this black dude who's also gay or whatever. I don't think people would have cared. Because they're just so ready for something different that wasn't. You needed the black vote, family. and you know how hardcore black society and, and culture can be against uh, against yeah. being suspect. You know. Yeah, but I think there's enough black people that probably would have been like, "Yeah, but he's also black." <laughs> so like, right? Yeah, I think he still would have gotten the black vote. You know, so I, I just it's just how I think. You know, I mean, they, I don't think anybody would have like held that particularly against him, except for I don't know, maybe the Bible Belt. I don't think you could have run with a transsexual as as your yeah. make believe wife. I think Mike would have had to been Mike, and you could have done that. You know what I mean? Like if you were the Halstead couple that believes in gay marriage, and even adopted a kid, and you were out about it, and like this is how we want to live our life because that was the way it was going. When you try and do no, we're Susie homemaker. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. The yeah. like, and you lie. Now there's a price to pay for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there, there, there really is. So it, it's interesting on the uh, 
CQA, CIA, <laughs> uh, PSYOP that is the entire uh, creation of the Obamas. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the weird part about it is that it feels like no matter who runs for president, like you get 20 Democrats and 20 Republicans all running when at uh, certain elections, you know, and it's like no matter what, they all have to lie about something. Like they can't just be completely honest and have Obama be like, hey, listen, you know, I, I'm a I'm a gay man. Yes, this is uh, my, I call her my wife because she, you know, is a you know trans woman. She you know I so she sees herself as a woman. I respect that and yeah, I love her with all my heart. And trust me, you will too when you get to know her. And if they just told the truth, I think people would be like, you know what, two thousand eight would be tough. Twenty twenty three, you could pull that. I think you I don't could know. I, I even think no because there was that big gay push in the music in the nineties where it was like we could be accepting of everybody. Sure. You know what about my friends and all that. Everything from TLC and, and hip hop was big on pushing like. You know, hey, you know, relax a little bit. You know, yeah, he's gay, but who cares? Look at, look at Puffy. Kind of Puffy's the biggest closet case, you know, that there is out there right now. Yeah, so, like, I, I think the Generation X people who are us yeah. mm -hmm. would have been the ones that say to, like, the, the boomer generation, like, hey, relax. As long as the guy can do the job, what does it matter? You know what I mean? So I feel like yeah. they always have to lie on some level. Just because it's like what politicians do is like they're in, like they're bred to like go out of the way not to tell people the truth on something. Well, you know I, I, mean? I agree with that. If it, if it was, hey, let me quantify this: of like he's not a politician. I mean, he is and he isn't. He's a placed CIA Manchurian candidate. You know what I mean? Like right. that's what it comes down to. It, it, it was posed as a politician who came up through the streets of Chicago as a civil uh, activist. How's yeah, that working out? Yeah, yeah. What they, How's what that working say? out on Southside Chicago yeah, now? Not, 22 not, not murders a week. So, yeah. like, all that's bullshit and constructed. Community organizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Community cock chugger over on Halstead, dude. Yeah. Uh, Cornelia. Uh, like, it's just like... Uh, the, the lie is but what's going to get him. Do you know how, how, how off the hook he would be, like, with everything? Had he just from the beginning done, yeah. like, just said, hey, listen, yeah. you know, this is not that it's any of anyone's business, but somebody asked me, so I'll say it. I wasn't planning on bringing this up, but yeah, you know, I'm X, Y, and Z, and this is my, you know, significant other. I think people would be like, hey, what the hell? But... But, but now they have to now they have to try yeah. to kayfabe everything for the last four years. By the way, how spiteful is that woman for even keeping that letter all these years, even while he was president for two terms? And yeah. like now it comes up like what? Think like, how many what, sleepless nights between. How do I leverage this for blackmail and money, or I'm going to yeah. get murdered because I have this, and he knows so, that I've got it, and I fucking have to sleep with one eye open for twenty you, years? Yeah. So do you think like? um she knew, like, um, decades ago, like, bef well before Obama was even technically even in politics, that he was bred to be something special, you know? Because what other reason would you have kept that letter from a random guy from college from 1987, right. you know what I mean? So, right. you know how uh, the, the, one of the dudes, uh, I don't know, was it Wesley Snipes? There was a black man who was an actor who said, "Oh, Obama was hanging out with me so we could learn how to be the president." 
Do you remember that oh. interview? Um, there was, there was a black actor. I don't know if it was Wesley Snipes or not. So, hmm. but I, so like he was telling certain people, yes, I'm going to be the president. There wasn't going to be like another 20 years, but he right. had to like learn these roles, like these, these gotcha. role playing things. Hmm. And like, you know, so maybe he, with this woman at one point was like, hey, by the way, I'm not just going to be a razzle dazzle. I'm going to be the first black right. president of the United States of America. That's my that's my Obama. That was good. I was down with it. I was down with it. I even had uh, the razzle dazzle, but uh, yeah. I mean, so like, so so she must have known something to like stuff that thing away in like a safety deposit box or her home safe or some gimmick like that to keep that thing alive. Yeah, it's definitely interesting to see how connected she might be within one degree of separation. And do you from think, like, while state. he was running for not just the Senate but his first term as president, like? Oh, if that letter shows up, so help me God, <laughs> I will crack that woman in the back of the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> Here's the thing: if you got admissions of like you know that to somebody, whether you are trying to get out of a relationship or the fact of you feel that comfortable and you're just trying to be like androgynous, I guess, in your right, thought right. process and, and push that to where they are now, pushing it on kindergartners. Uh, <laughs> I go, that's one thing to an ex-girlfriend. What else is there a stockpile of if this guy doesn't know how to shut the fuck up and shut the fuck up? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This could be one of if you're talking about 20 years ago. Here comes the sex tape. <laughs> where's the where's the yeah. sex tape, bro? Yeah. You know it's out there. You know, well, you know, if he is a CIA op, that they're gonna have that, that they're gonna do the exact fucking playbook uh, from uh, hunter biden to whoever mm-hmm. they can catch do using salacious sexual uh you know epstein yeah. island footage to have you like that and th- yeah. then you dance no matter and what. you always find out that when one side says the other side is doing something you know they themselves are guilty of the exact same thing yeah sure. and so if they're saying trump had a p-tape then you know vice that versa means, means, hmm. you know what i mean it hasn't it always been proven that way you know what i mean and they and there and there's ones behind who are they may have that. I love that you like that's a great look what they did. And usually it comes out Russian collusion, and they're the ones, right? right so right. if it's the piss tape, right. they're worried about something that was gonna leak that maybe had to uh, or was going to, and they and it didn't. Like this is way smaller potatoes, but we had info based on and I, I and we kind of stooged on Master Shoot Theater when we were cutting the promo on Bischoff this week after going in on Russo, but we sat on Intel about what was told to us by paid listeners who happened to be in the school system where his wife was begging for a job and was admitting that there's nothing left in the bank account based yeah. on that's Jason. old news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't come out and go. Guess what we know, right? You're like dead fucking broke. And, and this right. guy, and then this guy's over here going, he's a pathological liar. He's this. He's that. He's this. And like you said, throwing that shade. Meanwhile, we sit here, you know, holding these types of fucking curveballs, like uh, that's just too low ball to fucking right, do right. it. You know what I mean? But I you'll keep like, it in your back pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, when it that. goes away, yeah. okay, there's no real heat there. Then you come out. I fucking hate Rousseau. Da, da, da. Like, okay, dude, you got some issues, and you're not gonna get away with like you think you're over. We know the fucking truth. Why you were the scapegoat. We know where it is, and we didn't want to hurt another man like that. But because there's levels in this mafia shit of how you right. fucking deal right. with it. Yeah, but yeah, now, but now, gloves off, right? Like, yeah. you, okay, dude. Yeah, yeah. And see, in my opinion, you always got to show a little respect to your opponent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
and you don't hit low like that. And the, like back in the day, like to speak about Russo was when the the heat between he and Jim Cornette, and Jim would like bring in his like Russo's wife, and it's like no 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 stop, yeah stop right there. Right. The heat is between you and me. Don't bring my family into this shit. I'm not bringing your family. But there's a mental thing between like cultures of where he's where both guys are from where where Jim was from, that's what they do. They try to hit you at any level that they possibly can. And it's kind right. of cheap heat if you ask me. But um, you know Sure. But, but then Jim, no, but that Russo but does Russo ever come back? Russo never right, comes no, back with all the where he's from the cucking he, stuff, your your wife and yeah. <laughs> half the boys in the locker room. He never hits back with any of that. Right, shit. right. Because where he's from, it's like, hey, family is sacred. You know, if you have a problem with me, that's fine. You don't, you don't, yeah. don't even fucking say my wife's name. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so it, it's just different from where you're from. But you know, it, it, there's got to be that for me. There has to be that respecting. If he, no problem. Let's work it out. But uh, yeah, don't don't go don't go somewhere where you can't you can't take some certain things back after, after you've said them. So you know, watch it's the in, it's interesting when they, like how are they going to be able to run Michelle? I know they want to. That's why they've been doing all this hardcore fucking trans push the last three years because they yeah. want a runner. And yeah. they're like, they they believe it. And now, dude, we're in such a strange... I was listening to even John Teeter uh, on the What the Fuck Files, WF. Like, is John Teeter one of my top 10 favorite conspiracies of all time? Mm-hmm. Uh, the story. And of him coming back saying in 2038 there is there's a there, after the next civil war that was supposed to happen in 2015 anyway. Uh, and a world war shortly after to, and, and things break down that there's five presidents and they all sit on a council together mm-hmm. after, you know, the, like uh, the, uh, the alleged end of uh, society of how it should have been in the depopulation, which it seems exactly as on brand for the 2030 plan and what they want to do. Um, that uh, <laughs> are we going to get to that where we're not even having an election in 2024 because Big Mike exposed to as the, the obviously Bidens are done, you know what I mean with mm-hmm. fucking Hunter and everything else. Uh, Big Mike ain't gonna be able to run. They're not gonna put fucking the Ugandan giant in there. She ain't gonna fucking do it. And then they're busting Trump's nuts right now. I don't see the RFK to be honest with you. Even though he's jacked, that voice where it sounds like the he's voice super, is rough, man. Yeah, yeah, it's like that's gonna not instill confidence, right? And people don't want to be like, let's this guy's gonna get elected just to get smoked. And I don't think Captain Florida is gonna run anymore either. So, well, that Gavin Newsom is from you know what are you gonna be the the, the Democratic uh, you know nat, uh, the. Um, the dude who gets the you know the the, the, the blue flag and how so, how long would it, how easy would it be to derail him i don't think hard at all so is 2024 the year yeah, with alien invasion and every other goddamn yeah. thing that all this fucking experiment ends because yeah. we didn't rise up to fucking put fear in the hearts of these people and the way they are yeah. controlling things there's, it's like there's interesting talk for the friday locker room sorry if i'm bulldozing there's, there's, there's all this bullshit coming at everybody from every angle at like a fever pitch, like now more than ever. Whereas yeah. before you'd get like an event mm-hmm. and then an event, like once a year or whatever, there's something hitting you. Now it's like constant barrage of hard to believe this happened, but climate change, you know, Maui just got <laughs> yeah. destroyed, you know, like, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know, 
And it's, a, it's only like a three-day news cycle, and then they're on something. Like, wait a minute, we just lost like almost an entire state here. And like, what yeah. about all the videos of like seeing this supposed direct energy weapon hitting this thing? Like, why are the cars melted but the trees are still standing? Like the, yeah. the like the rubber from the tires melted. Buildings are tires? obliterated and gone. Like, have you ever seen yeah. a house fire? There's still going to be charred standing structure. These are blown right, right. out to the fucking and the palm trees are still there, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Like. Why aren't the trees like the trees are kind of made out of wood, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't they have been the first things to burn up? But yeah, and, like, you, yeah, you won't find the people and, and there. Bo- they turn into ash. Boats, yeah, boats are a hundred. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. That's very that's, high that's, level. That's like nuclear type shit. I mean, I just saw Oppenheimer. <laughs> like, I learned a little bit of this shit. Like, yeah. the fire has to be like, you know, two hundred thousand degrees. Like, you know, turn your bone into ash. Like. Right, the same as the same as nine eleven shit, right? With yeah. nanothermite and burn uh, like melting steel. No forest fire is burns hot enough to melt steel. That's just right. wood, wood just, fires. Yeah, so, right, but when you add jet fuel to it, then yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, you know boats off the shore a hundred yards out right. of fire, shit like right. that. like people like, running into the ocean to run away from a fire. That just doesn't sound right to me. No, and it, like it's. It, it, so many people like won't ever question anything, but in my mind I go, I just I, I put myself in the situation like, can I picture myself trying to outrun a fire? Yeah. Does that sound fucking normal to you? Does <laughs> not, that, something sound weird about that? And people, oh, here we go, here we go. Like, no, no, everything is something, right? Like, well, I'm just asking. Can I just ask a question? Have you ever had to outrun a fire? Uh, well, the the, <laughs> no. the thing is too the way fire moves fire goes up and um just seconds trying to find uh this one tweet that i'd share with the with the horseman uh that shows the fire like (laughs) it's just crawling across the ground almost looks like plasma it's so fucking not anything i ever learned with my dad being fire chief for a decade and stop drop and roll you get below the fire everything moves up that's the natural uh way it goes uh to burn up i'm just that's from stevie where's the one i sent um hold on one more scroll through see if i can find it or not there's that directed energy weapon no, I don't know where it is off the top of my head. It's on. I'll, I'll find it later. I think I showed it actually on uh, Monday locker room. Uh, but, you know, the fact that FEMA and uh, Red Cross are the only ones that the military are allowing aid to, to go right. in there. There's videos of people who've donated hundreds of thousands of dollars and they're just being blocked. And the stuff is going to rot. Same as it did in Houston after yeah. the fucking and Puerto, same as it, and Puerto Rico. Same playbook. It's the same playbook, you guys. And if you can't see that, then the big cherry on top. The goddamn sheriff who was in charge in Vegas during the fucking it's shooting not just there. A coincidence. Yeah, he he's, he just happens to be the guy on a Maui tragedy. And, and, and the fire alarms didn't sound, even though yep. they have more fire alarms on that island than any other place in the entire fucking yeah. United States. Oh come on! Oh come on! You know. And look at who's buying up property there. Oprah spent Oprah, half, yeah. a, half a billion dollars. Yeah. All all the major mansions owned by Lady Gaga, Oprah, Will Smith, uh, yeah. Bill Gates, a, a couple others. 
no fire damage whatsoever near their property in Maui, but they want to buy adjacent. And this town that is pretty much obliterated was owned by more native Hawaiians than there was outside mm-hmm. interest. And they wanted to turn this into a 15 minute smart. They want to turn the whole Island into an AI operated 15 minute smart city. Mm-hmm. That was what Maui is, is scheduled to be. And this town was historic and no new buildings and all that stuff would be permitted to go up smart buildings, smart, everything. And, yeah. and now it's completely destroyed. And here comes BlackRock, Vanguard, uh, Oprah, mm-hmm. and every other investment group. Uh, well, well, multi-trillion to, dollar companies. Yeah. To, to take over what was small buildings on the, on the shoreline and turn them into massive whatever, you know, for the stars mansions or all inclusive for Hilton hotels and shit along those lines. And they come under the guise of, we'll be able to offer loans to those people who lost everything and they can rebuild. Yeah. But you ain't going to rebuild right there where you're right, shit. Right. You'll rebuild somewhere work. else <laughs> yeah. of what's left of you because of those who we don't have to worry about have been obliterated by a fucking death ray from the sky. So they're not going to give us any trouble. Like in some fucking meeting at the G20 summit, this type of conversation went down at the highest levels of now we're going to do another nine 11 event shock and awe, but it's not to send us into war and they may use it as Russians did it or whoever. Right. But this is for us. Now we're just going to restructure these beachfront properties and killing thousand two thousand people just a couple of eggs to make the omelet nothing, right, exactly. nothing crazy yeah I mean, yeah i mean you're just a surf anyway so you're you're a useless eater and uh you know hey we're gonna rebuild that home we're gonna give you a smart home oh great that sounds awesome where's the keys well here's the thing uh instead of the key here we're gonna implement this chip in your yeah. hand I uh, watch this. What? Wave your hand in front of the door. Oh, whoa, it's just like whoa. Star Wars. It's like Star no, Wars, isn't hand. it? Make the living room eighty-one degrees. Look how funny and fun that is. Yeah. Like there's a video of a woman at Whole Foods. I get to wave my hand over oh. the thing to pay for my food. How fun! Yay! Yep. Look at it. oh, it blinks green. I can take my groceries and go. You fucking moron. She's yeah, that. That woman is the epitome of Seattle. Austin, Texas, and Chicago. She's like the Nancy that. Brown, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. They used to use all the time, but it's, it's ridiculous. Like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Put that in my hand. Totally, totally awesome. Yep. I, I, yeah. That's not. Oh, yes, well, we are tracking you, but it's for your, your safety. It's for your yeah. safety. Don't you want to be safe? Don't you want to be safe? Yeah, I do from from alien invasion. (laughs) (laughs) You know, from how dare you not want to be safe? You should be willing to give up every liberty you've ever had to be safe because people are coming for you. Well, well, we happen to be those people, but (laughs) but you'll be safe as long as we want you to be. As long as you're good, as long as you're not that like the role of the plan. Well, you know, so here's what comes with your safety. You you have to. You know your posts online are going to be monitored. Your your the money and how you spend it. You have to be cashless now because there's there's germs. You, you know we just came up with a pandemic. There's germs on your dollar bills. You don't want to use those now. You can just wave, wave your hand and pay for yeah. your groceries. And and we'll find out like every time you spend more than a hundred dollars, you know somebody in an office is going to get a ding on their computer and they're going to go and sit through your shit and be like, Mister you know Mrs. Brown. We noticed that you bought pizza twice last week. Did you know your husband's cholesterol is sure. at a uh, very high rate? So we're going to go ahead and say no 
to that pizza. So you can have pizza for three more months, okay? And yep. by the way, we're going to be watching you through your TV. We're going to make you make sure you do get your husband to do some jumping jacks and some sit-ups this week, okay? Well, yep. while it is for his health, you do love your husband, don't you, Mrs. Brown? Okay, so well, we're gonna have both of you. The rib is that you think it's gonna be a human talking to you. It's gonna be an AI just sending you messages directly yeah. to fuck yeah. with your head, and you're not gonna be able to get yeah, anything. Pizza order canceled. <laughs> you yep. mean, you, yeah, you gained three pounds. We can tell the chip told us, you know, yep. your triglycerides are up. And if you think, oh well, that's not gonna come to that, think of everything that any conspiracy theorist has said literally in the last fucking eight years. Every single one of them have fucking come true. Yeah. Yep. All right. So stop already right. with the no, no, it would never happen. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised with the chip, even though they're pushing it or they've put it in the nano everything and we've already ingested it. We don't even know. I'm surprised they didn't go with this as the fucking Lord of the Rings as the way to fucking one one ring to control them yeah, all. Like it's right yeah. in there, right? Yeah. So like I know they got watch and everything. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that but but people just don't even think about the ring once it's on, you know what I mean? So and yeah. it gives like some sense of comfort, but I think they would have got it over a lot faster instead of uh wave your hand like a, a Jedi. With the hands oh, like but, you just don't care. Yeah, well, you don't care. And I, I think they're not even Nancy Browns anymore. I'm going full on Ashley's with them. We have Karen's, we have Nancy Browns, but those types of new age, ignorant millennials that are fucking putting that shit over our Ashleys, uh, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. And I just got three uh, those <laughs> just by waving yeah. my hand. And now, like, you saw in the video that there's a guy that's going on video saying, Would you take $2,000 in universal basic income payments on top of your regular thing by putting this chip in your hand? So now they're essentially going to pay you to do it. And then eventually, I'm sure that money will somehow run out or go missing somehow. Like, well, well, you know, right, we started right. doing it, but now we can't really do that anymore. And, you know, in the, in the quest of um, equity, we found that maybe you shouldn't get the $2,000 anymore. And maybe somebody else could really use that money, but you know, you still have your chip. So it'll still work. You just won't get the money. We promised you anymore. You, you, you're frozen there. Am I frozen? Oh, kind of coming in and out. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, in and out there. You had, yeah, you triggered me with equity based on all the cannabis talk I've been going through. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. the, that, that, that'll be it. I watched something the other day of like, here's how quickly we forget. Five years ago, some local politician and you get vaccinated and you get a free fry. Mm, those yeah, fries. Yeah, it's de like, Dude, just like. Oh, oh, yeah, oh just you get all these fries? Bro. You get all these fries? You don't have to share them with other? Wow. It's like that 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 video when the balloons drop and Hillary goes. Yeah, taste, vaccine wow. tastes great. Wow. Where did all these balloons come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, get, yeah you're going to get a free small fry <laughs> from Chick-fil-A. Oh, wow. The government loves me. All you have to do is alter your fucking DNA for the rest of your fucking life. Maybe get myocarditis and die suddenly. But those are the most delicious fucking french fries you've ever had in your entire life. You've frozen again, buddy. If it's Obama phone. There you are. Oh, you're kind of coming in and out. Yeah, all kinds of spectrum issues this morning. I think Sorry the wives just hopped on a 
on a call up so we're pulling all kinds of fucking video conferencing right now <laughs> uh but uh great talk this morning with the striz uh, unfortunately none of it lends me to having any faith in humanity or a positive future <laughs> so uh smoke them if you got them you guys uh right, right. not only that big news uh for some reason uh tomaso champa posts a missing flyer for wwe star johnny gargano on social media um he shared a missing poster in the noting that the lost WWE star has two eyes, luxurious hair, and is wearing Marvel attire. As a reward, Ciampa is offering dollar bucks and also changed his profile to the poster. This follows Ciampa sharing videos on social media that depict him getting the idea for the poster from Chelsea Green. Um, so we have this tongue-in-cheek, where is he? Is it because he's not on TV or we actually have something to do? Or where's Tommaso this week? Um, but offering dollar bucks. And so yeah. he's missing. But let's not take it real like Ben Hameen kidnapped him and is holding him for ransom. Or he fell off a jet ski and we don't know if he's dead or not. Like we're going to do a funny bit that he's just not on TV and we want him back. And that's how we're going to bring him back. Zero stakes, really. Yeah. A complete rib with no like real concern, you know. Did you kind watch oil cried wolf? No, no. I, I did. It was very homoerotic. And they integrate Riddle. They, oh, you're looking for um, uh, Johnny? Man, yeah, I, I really miss Johnny. He's like, I miss Randy. And they, oh, well, I really miss Johnny. Oh, I, I really, really miss Randy. And they go back and forth about six or seven times. But every time it's slower, more pondering. Randy. Johnny, oh. why don't they just fucking get over it and just make out and be like, you know, we're we're gay. I get I, I the delivery you were was too good because it triggered me to be pissed off. But this is something that I want to kick back to you. Did you watch Dynamite last night? It was on, but I was doing a lot of real estate work last so, night, so it, it, it was kind of just I'm in the background. So there's one pre-tape seg with Adam Cole and and MJF. I did see that. Yeah, they go to Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, and then they do a stupid fucking tongue-in-cheek comedy bit where he wants to do kangaroo punch and yeah. they've got a pool set up with somebody else that they're going to double. It, it's well, just like it's shindy terrible, but it's this. So, yeah, it's this back and forth of they think that they're doing um abbott and costello or something oh, like that i know they think and, they're brilliant that's the things they think it's and that's the brilliant. same thing that's happening with what you just described yeah. with riddle and like these stupid comedy things that are at a, a fourth grade level of men who are supposed to be fighting for a prize are now doing let's play on the playground and do a bit back and forth that's like nah that's a tongue in cheek and really has no fucking bearing on anything. And they think they're fucking killing it. I don't know what it is with, and I won't even say this generation because Tommaso and Riddle are older. They're from our generation, really. I mean, yeah. I came up with OVW with them, but this revert back to fucking stupid little kid shit mm -hmm. that is not believable that makes Man wrestling, boys. yeah, it makes wrestling completely phony and these are supposed to be the top guys Dude, from the fucking brands you remember back in tcw and i would fucking bitch to you about these fucking the men boys and like yeah. and you you nailed it perfectly you you said it it was the um there was two generations that were back to back yep. and it was the savage brothers there was the wonder years 
and Boy Meets World. Do you remember that? Yes. The Wonder Years was <clears throat> Fred Savage becoming a man. Boy Meets World, the other Savage brother, younger, who was perennially, perennially, I can't ever say that fucking word, like uh, this impish boy who could not mature if his life depended on it. Right. And there was that break in generation between Generation X and Millennials, where the Generation X watched the Wonder Years, the Millennials watched uh, Boy Meets World, yep, and and they were also very big fans of Power Rangers for some reason. Power Rangers and we adults, had GI Joe, yes, they, we <laughs> right? had GI Joe, and they had the Power Rangers. And the guys who liked the Power Rangers didn't just like the Power Rangers; they wanted to fucking be a Power Ranger, right? Remember. We, we, we talked about this for like hours at shows like 12 years ago. Yep. And uh, it's like what happened in that weird break, that, that bumping together of the two, of the Gen X millennial thing where uh, like um, Failure to Launch, the movie Failure to Launch mm-hmm. is really technically, that's a play on words where it's about a person who cannot get, get yeah, off yeah. his own ass and become something with his life because he's been fucking coddled into wanting to be a failure essentially because you get to play victimhood the rest yep. of your life. You don't have to try if, if, if you're a victim. So it's like there's a, that weird break between get your ass to work, make a job, make a living for yourself and for your family, have a family, care about you know what you do out there, care about how people you know think about you, even though you know there's a there's a balance with that. And have some humility where you're not afraid to tell somebody you're sorry if you did something wrong mm-hmm. versus it's always somebody else's fault. It's always never me. It's them, and like don't take responsibility for anything. And it's, for some reason, like and, and like those things, like it, it's okay to miss your friend, and then to, but to look at the, the picture of him and be like Johnny, but that's not yeah. gay at all. No, a, no. You're allowed to really miss your friend. You know, it's like okay, you can, but if you start kissing the picture, I'm gonna start putting two and two together here. Mm-hmm. What happened to the class of 1984 to 1990 and when they came of age as parents uh, in their 30s that round of the kids that they had that they passed off responsibility (laughs) of, of how to become because they came from the Brat Pack generation of nerds versus fucking cool yeah, guys and, and car status and yeah 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 the, yeah, the cheerleader the wrestler yeah. you know the, yeah. yeah the nerd the fucking yeah. spaz the you know the emo and girl what, whatever they did to raise that generation in laziness of what they didn't want to do to instill the chop wood carry water mentality that they got in the 80s they did not pass that on no. at all to these kids and through the entertainment of let's sexualize Britney Spears <laughs> and, and all this shit to lower that Disney to Epstein Island graduation of Justin Timberlake and the rest of them, the, the Mickey mouse club that was just fed through the meat grinder of entertainment and laugh tracks along with shitty show after shitty show right. uh, that, that bred this whole, nothing seems original. There's nothing that could compare to a wonder years or the movies of that time. Everything just became a factory manufactured fuck off. And you could say that about wrestling too with NXT and FCW. So uh, all true uh, art and creativity just became corporate manufactured. And I think that was 
the death of the mom and pop culture completely yeah, into sure. a big box lifestyle, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're seeing from these people who aren't equipped to, yeah. <laughs> to fucking uh, lead or showcase what it should be to be a human. Cause when I see two men doing crikey, oh, I'm going to get a kangaroo kick on. And then so they right. hit something like that. That's the best we could come up with. That's what right. we spent our time. You know, on. the thing is dude is like back when I was in wrestling school in the early nineties, at Killer Kowalski's Institute of Professional Wrestling. We would have fun at wrestling school, and we would do silly things like bits like that just to pop Killer Kowalski, and he would laugh, and it would be funny. But we would always just stay in the school. We would never would have attempted to do something like that on a show because we were still the, the ultimate goal with wrestling still back then was to put on a simulation that people could, you know, a, a simulation of a contest where people could at least fall back and watch, and even though they know it's a work, fall into it and allow themselves to think, hey, it's a real contest causing people to cheer and boo and essentially watch this wrestling match and go home or whatever and be like, oh, that was really cool. It's not that they thought it was real, but they were willing to fucking go along for the ride. you know. But nowadays, it's like, it's so openly, yes, what we're doing, there's there's always a wink and a nod from the worker into the camera to the camera going, isn't this funny? Yep, yep. (laughs) And, they and, stooge and, and, off their and, own satire. They don't yeah, play the bit. They, you can you can do a bit as long as you play it real, not they, tongue and, but cheek. But they do too many bits, and everything is yeah. a bit now. There, yeah. There's nobody who takes it, who protects their actual well, business, and says, "I want to try to get across as somebody who's credible." And here's what gets me about the Champa Gargano things. I've worked. We've had them both on two CW shows. Gargano, yeah, nice. how many times? And I yeah. came up with fucking. Uh, yeah, know, Champa came from Champa. the Kowalski school. Yeah. So, so like to see like him sit in the pocket and take kicks from fucking Shinsuke and not sell away. That's tough enough to fucking watch, but I don't care. Cause I'm not going to write it up cause I don't have time and they can come up with their own shit. They're only going to fuck it up anyway right. when I consult. Uh, but I've laid this out <laughs> and here we are doing it the complete wrong way. We don't care about if, if Johnny should be the one missing this whole thing should be, if you're going to do crazy fucking, um, uh, I can't even think of her name. Superhero, she did with Deadpool. the blue mask. No, she did with the blue mask. Uh, fucking and uh, crazy Nikki Cross. Okay, if you're gonna do, I'm friends with Gargano's wife, and they are trying to get over baby wrestling because we got to show everybody that we're married and we got a kid. Okay, I got no problem with that. This is the same with Dax Hardwood, and here I fight like my eight year old daughter. If you are going to put these kids in the forefront, now that is an opportunity for a heel to get heat or create emotional distress for other parents who know. And we need to do a kidnapping, whether it's a Rosemary's baby, whether it's a fucking child trafficking ring, what have you. If you're going to put them out there, you tease it. There's nobody to watch the baby. Crazy Nikki's there. Uh, Mrs. Gargano's trepidatious about it, but she's got to go out there and do her Tinkerbell thing. She does it, gets a win, comes back, and the baby's gone, and you think that it's been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Boom, around the corner she comes. Nikki has the baby. Okay, <sighs> waiting mm-hmm. to exhale. We have it. She just had to go change her. You thought the worst-case scenario, and it's not. We play that game out two or three more times in different ways where it's like, oh, and Johnny sees the anxiety or what have you, right? But Mm -hmm. it's misgiving of a parent. Then we get to the final point of, okay, Nikki's going to watch her. That was all our own bullshit. And Nikki does kidnap her or somebody else kidnaps her. 
the baby and we fucking are off to the races of where we should be with that. Instead, we're going to do the dad is missing. Well, if that was true, don't you think the mother and baby would be looking for the fucking father right. instead of doing this tongue in cheek fucking bullshit, man? So even the original idea I kicked out five months ago and should have sent to Nikki. I'm just so fucking busy. Plus, she should be a Susan B. Anthony women's lib character. She just got her goddamn master's degree and it's been working her ass up. But no, we're going to have her be crazy after being a superhero. Okay. And we're going to do the missing thing, tying them in, but we're not going to do shit. And you've got crazy uh, uh, Sam Shaw to do something there. And, yeah. uh, and Indy Hartwell to kind of add some gas to the fire of like, mm-hmm. oh my God, where's the baby? Da, 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 right? <laughs> they want to get little uh, baby wrestling over, but we do nothing in that way to do it, bro. Things like that just burn me up, bro. When they're, you're going to do the angle on the complete wrong person, the complete way and make a rib out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And the, this just stuff. They just, just kill the whole angle. But you have, have like Candace come and be like, what are all these pictures about Johnny? You know, yeah. Oh, well, I'm looking for him. Like, well, have you tried calling him? He's home. Yeah, just, right. Yeah, and just let the piss out of it because it's yeah, let's just, stupid. Yeah, just pretty much just pee on the whole thing and be like, oh, all right, well, there's that. And it just starts taking them down. Right. It, it, it's super dumb. It's super dumb, bro. And it's not going to get anybody over. So it's what was not that gonna... for? Was, it, was that, that bit even for TV? Or is that just like WWE.com just to produce something to have somebody try to go to the website that day? Social media is more over than fucking WWE TV is, so... <laughs> that's what they want to put out there okay good weird it's very very strange yeah it's not even strange it's just half-assed stupid rib on the business when you've been working this long to get to the spot where you are everyone's told you you're too small and da da da. this is what's gonna you think is gonna be the way this is the way forward no um, I'm saving that one for sure. Raw dips in ratings for the 815 episode, loaded lowest total viewership in two months. Uh, WrestleNomics reporting that Raw averaged 1.757 overall, lowest mark since June 12th, a 7% drop from last week's episode. Um, and about half of uh, 713,000 in the main demo. Um, yeah, and the show was long in the tooth. Didn't do any business. We did. We're doing no business coming no out biz. of SummerSlam to get anybody yeah. over based off the storylines. We've laid out the Ricochet, Logan Paul stuff, um, Gunther and Imperium, along with Gable and uh, that whole crew make their matches while they're in the ring. So there's nothing there. We right. get a, a 10 man. We'll make our own match to open with JT McDonough, uh, a guy who we haven't even you know, introduced or got overall, he's going to pull time. And it looks like Tyrion Lannister in the ring. Like what the fuck are we doing at all to get anybody over only to get to the main event where everybody's burnt out. And I go, I'll watch this tomorrow. It doesn't make, and so did the rest of the fucking world. And now here comes Monday night football. And this is the trajectory you're on for must see TV to compete. Good fucking luck. I'm predicting a one, four, uh, for oh, Monday, yeah. Monday night Monday night football open. Oh yeah, and that's when when does Monday night football start? Like in two weeks. Yep. Is it so like yep. that's what I what I was thinking is is like well they're already getting ready to go on cruise control for the fall, and like you know historically summer I mean uh, Survivor Series is really never it's very exciting pay per view so there's a lot of time between 
now and by the time they try to start heating things up for Royal Rumble, it's always been like this. Like You're going to have to go to Saudi. Is- You're going to have to go to Saudi before Survivor and, Series yeah, too, probably. After SummerSlam, it's always so boring from here to getting into you know the end of the year. Yeah. It's, it's just crap TV, crap angles, and that's just when they end up, end up putting over like the guys actually had like all the workhorses get their time on TV to have their 25 minute matches and stuff. Then towards the Rumble. They have like the Logan Pauls all start coming back, and all the, the famous dudes that they want to bring in to head towards Mania, like your Bad Bunnies, and all of a sudden your Lesners are back. Yep. You know, Undertaker's making an appearance on Monday Night Raw, like because then they start putting all the heat on the guys who they think will carry the marquee at WrestleMania, yep. forgetting all the guys who went from SummerSlam into December into January that carry the program all through the rest of the summer into the fall. And into uh, rumble time, it's it's, it's like historic. It happens every year. Absolutely, and but it just doesn't quantify it though to make no, it's sense. Boring. It's like it's like <laughs> yeah. you know, they say, "Oh, well, fuck it." It's from between now and where rumble is football. So Mondays are going to suck regardless. Let's give the the wrestling fans who are going to watch wrestling regardless because they don't watch football because wrestling is wrestling. They're always, we'll give them what they want. They're 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 Sami Zayn or they're Seth Rollins twenty five minute three-segment match. Who wants and that, though? Who's clamoring for this guy to come out the dressed like a fucking that watch it. Because I don't the think they who... are. I think they're like, holy fuck, I just got to yeah. do the work, you know? Yeah. Because that, that is, I mean, historically, think, when has it ever been exciting at this time of year? After SummerSlam, it's just like it just goes dormant into before a month before the Rumble. I think that's a, a great metric to look at. I mean, because you can always go, oh, write it off for football. Well, that presents a creative opportunity of what do we need to do for those 90 days that's going to be able to be interesting, either football-based or not football-based. I was thinking of like, all right, they're putting um, uh, Street Profits with Bobby Lashley, making them wear suits. During the time when they're most over coming out in the city wearing the uniform of the football team. So now we've got no crossover cheerleaders to, to do back and forth that way. And they, they made them heels, so now it's just right. going to be cold. Stupid, right? Yeah. Why couldn't they have them baby faces? Because heaven forbid, and I've said this a thousand times on a thousand shows, heaven forbid they had uh, positive black role models on a show that dressed nicely and did baby face shit. <laughs> you know, like they, oh, they're heels. They have to be in suits and they have to yep. be heels. They have to be. Because um, our baby faces dress like clowns and have unicorn dicks hanging off the fucking top of their heads. And yeah. they have to dance like minstrels and hit the tambourine and here we come and let's swivel yeah. our hips. Swivel you're, the you're, hips. It's like you're going to a New Orleans funeral every time right. you come Oh out. my God, dude. Like, and that's now that they're back thinking. on TV, so like they have that, okay, New Day's back, so we need the antithesis of New Day. We have to have the black guys who wear nice clothes and do dastardly shit. Yeah. But people like chant for Bobby Lashley every time he goes up. They're like, Bobby, Bobby. People love the street profits. So let's turn him fucking heel. Like, yeah. Why don't you have Bobby world. Bobby be like Bo Jackson? You know what I mean? Yeah. And fucking, and everybody else is just a star player as well. Like a, a complete awesome. It's just a try athlete. to redo reboot of um, and, Hurt Business without the original members. Yeah, of then, Bobby. But, but now we're in a jazz club. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and since you know, since they're black, they have, they have to be in a club every week. So they have to have oh, leather yeah. furniture, and you have to have uh, women dressed scantily clad, oh, yeah. and have like fake drinks on the table because that's what apparently that's, that's what, what like rich black men do. They haven't they, they you go seen to clubs that. and they sit on 
leather furniture and have scantily clad hot ladies around them at all. That's right. I watched New York Undercover. I saw I Miami Vice in 1985. <laughs> Damn it, I know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. It feels like New York Undercover to me from 93. Um, I don't even want to talk about him. Uh, this one's the hot button, though. Uh, a couple hot buttons here. News regarding Lacey Evans' departure from WWE. It's previously noted there was internet speculation about Lacey Evans' status as she changed her social media handles from Lacey Evans' WWE to Limitless uh, Macy. Uh, Lacey's profile has uh, since been removed or since been moved to the alumni section, WWE.com, and it was confirmed that her contract with the company has expired, according to PW Insider. Lacey has been removed from WWE's internal roster, and she is officially a free agent for the first time since 2016. Lacey has teased opening an OnlyFans account by showing her ass in red negligee. So, um, I don't know this Sergeant Slaughter bit, the the nail in the coffin here, and you know mm-hmm. the fact that we even want her to be a heel, uh, and there she's getting booed five days after Memorial Day. We couldn't capitalize off of that. That's how bad we are at our jobs with this woman who's a good athlete, very sexy, committed to the bit of the Southern Bell, which we never really pushed to get over with the Song of the South shit, or even doing some. Im- implied slave owner uh, shit that they're doing and then have her hook up with a Jack Black guy like Bobby Lashley. I'm surprised they didn't go that way with the Lana stuff with her. Uh, and then reinvented again as G.I. Jane Pit Fighter, but then on her own social media, she wants to be Daisy Duke and show off some right. camel camel toe instead. So um, the confusion and social media bullshit is, is never ending. And I'm sure she's been told 50 different things uh, mm-hmm. that was going to happen and didn't. So uh, you can tell know, from a worker's point of view that somebody hated her from the get-go. Yeah. Because her debut was like, the first person in the first ever ladies Royal rumble mm-hmm. uh, with her and Natty. And they gave her, they didn't just bury her in the rumble, go out there and get 10 minutes and see how it feels. Or let's get you on a couple of house shows or let's do some, you know, easy shit to kind of introduce you to the crowd. It's, you'll be the very first woman to ever go out for the very first woman battle uh, Royal rumble. And we're going to put you in there with Natty. So don't worry. Everything will be great. You know, Natty never fucks up spots constantly. Even right. though she's been working for fucking 300 years. And then we'll like, we'll you basically start set the pace for the very first ever female world rumble. Get out there, kid. Yeah. From the get go, they fucking set her up to fail. Not protected. Half pushes, and as soon as you start getting a little momentum, take her off the TV. Have her be Ric Flair's baby mama for whatever the fuck reason. Right. Where Pete will never yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. To, I forgot even forget I blacked it's, that it's, out. It's just let's we'll change your gimmick a couple times, and then we'll bring it back. It looks like you're going to be a baby face because you're going to tell mm-hmm. everybody this story about your family, but that's going to make you a heel. Yeah, then you're How abused you and homeless. Heel? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, don't worry about that. We'll make sure that people can't stand you. But like, so they 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 effed with her from day one. So it would just be bad because I guess when you have that much money, you can do whatever the fuck you want because it doesn't matter. If you're really trying to make money off of this thing, they would have protected her and had her been the second coming. I'm starting to slaughter about a female USA flag, the whole thing going. And, you know, it would have been a great thing, one for girls to see, you know, a young role model. And bring back Lana as a Russian. We got a goddamn Cold War going on. Built in fucking feud that could have gone a year. 
it, 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 it's just the money they left on the table with her is millions upon millions of dollars. Action figures, dolls, you name it. You could have had like a, a, a brand new G.I. Joe just for girls if they wanted to. Yep. Like the women in military featuring Lacey Evans. You know what I mean? Like, but no, let's let's just totally F with this girl. She was like a big girl, like five nine or so, mm-hmm. put together, a fucking legit. Who was she? A Marine? Yeah. I mean, you don't respect that? Like her effort, her, her service to the country, the fact that she's kept herself on in amazing shape, despite all the bullshit she had to deal with growing up. Like, like you don't want to really incorporate any of that into something real that could really end up being yeah. a thing. Oh, well, she's not figured in. Okay, well, let's fuck everything. Let, let's just totally use her as something that we can laugh at and we'll give her 25. You know, and here's another way I think they fucked with her when she invested and committed to the Southern Bell bit because, uh, you know, I, same boot maker, Steve the shoeman.com. Yeah. You guys can get great boots there from, um, guy down under steve the shoeman.com new website up uh that she invested bought like six or seven pairs of those high a boots pocket. in a pocket to have the yeah. doily in there to, to tab her head with you know yeah. oh my like uh just to have street, the street to do something yeah. like that you know and as soon as that happened we're switching you right like as soon as you invest in your gear to get boots yeah. that match the dresses like not fuck that you're messing with her but there's a part, and I don't know uh, her personally. I've never worked with her, but the first time I saw her, I was like, "Ugh!" And this is where I'm just completely speculating. Was when they were doing uh, an NXT tryout, and I think Sammy Guevara was there, and he called her, uh, you know, babe or some shit like that. I can't remember, but she snapped on him because she was helping run the tryout of like, "I'm the coach here," and I'm. And they're like, Lacey. But they probably whatever. told her to do that, though. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, is they set her up for another failure. Yeah, like a boot camp that she was yeah. over in NXT because when she's there, people, well, you know, they're going to show respect to a military person if you come mm-hmm. in the Marines. And right. she was probably used to that, like, snap, too, and that helped her big league and developmental. And somebody probably goes, she's a big leaguer, after they gave her that power to big league, you know, to yeah, see they, what they, she they, was doing. Yeah, they go I mean? out there and control this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you, I didn't tell you to control it like that. Oh, oh yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. fucked everything. Yeah. Get her out of there. And then you're thinking, I just all I they set you up to fail because no matter what you do, you're gonna be wrong. If you didn't right. do it, well, you know, this would have been the greatest opportunity to tell that kid to go fuck himself, and you didn't do it. You don't have a backbone, and you don't have yeah. what it takes to be a leader. And then you go ahead and do it. I didn't tell you to do it like that. Oh, or, or they yeah. had her do it. They had her do it and put it over there to lull her into a false sense of like, this is my yeah. status. I'm a Marine and they respect me. And when, it, when Lacey says something, it goes. And that and when she went to the main roster, that's where her head's at. And nobody's smart in the main roster up or they did it or seeing her coming like she thinks she's over. And then you just wait for it to act like that. And your foot's caught in the fucking trap. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Yep. Every situation is built that no matter how you react, yeah. your reaction is going to be wrong for X, Y, and Z. And <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's just the way it is. And then, yep. like, when a guy in the office, you just can't stand this one particular person and you want them to hang themselves. It's just so easy to do because no matter what you do, you, you made the wrong move because I was looking for this and you did this. But if you had done that, that's not what they would have wanted. They wanted right. another thing. So you're never going to be right. It's just that they decided that they don't like you for whatever the reason is. And they're just going to make you feel like you did something wrong when really it was just like, it didn't matter what you chose. We were going to say it was wrong. And yeah, it's not hard shit to no do. To get out. You see it all the time. So yep. it's, it's a very simple 
fucking thing to do. And the reality is the military, as much as they've got politics involved, doesn't play at that level. Like, you couldn't have that, like, uh, gassing up a sergeant to go in a room with the generals and the sergeant thinks they're over enough. They would never allow that. Wrestling, right. it's the complete opposite. And all the generals go, what the fuck is this guy doing? You know, so... <laughs> so uh, let's see former WWE star makes claims that he never had a bad match and was a top merchandise seller Uh, during appearance on Busted Open Radio James Ellsworth WWE (laughs) star real one aka Enzo Amore (laughs) commented on his past and being forgotten about he says I never had a bad match you can't have a bad match when you do this thing called selling okay selling and I say sold my ass uh, to the point that we sold tickets, we sold T-shirts, and I became the number one merchandise seller in all of pro wrestling as a rookie. And people want to act like it didn't happen, so I don't want to erase history. That's what they did in Nazi Germany, you idiots. Don't ever try to act like I didn't happen. Uh, when you erase somebody's history, when you pretend like it didn't happen, you erase the book, okay? This is wrestling's history. When you put wrestling history on paper, the number one merchandise seller as a rookie in 2017 was Enzo and Cass. All right. Uh, the number one merchandise seller was Enzo and Cass. The longest tenured guys in NXT were Enzo and Cass. Why? Because we put asses in seats. Um, I think NXT only seats like 600 in there. So. Right. They were doing house shows back then, too. Yeah. House shows actually did draw a little bit back then. But, uh, um, yeah. and he, you know, he, he's not wrong in a lot of that shit. Yeah. And I'm sure Cass sure does miss those fucking days when people actually recognized him for being like, having something to do, you know, like rather sure. than just standing around looking like a moron. How do you, how, how, how you get to be seven feet tall and shredded and Jack and you're not over. Uh, I, I don't get that formula, but apparently no. he's nailing it. But, uh, yeah. you know, uh, to say you never had a bad match. I mean, like I said, I we were just talking about, didn't Enzo he get knocked out in one yeah, of his he matches? Hit the rope. <laughs> the neck, he slipped and his neck hit the rope. It knocked him up and they had to end the match. That was like his first or second pay-per-view match. So that probably wasn't the best match. Maybe he doesn't remember it. <laughs> so he has, you know, wiped it clean from his memory. But, you know, for the most part, he is kind of right where if you can sell, you can get people on your side. And he was, mm-hmm. you know, cruiserweight. So he was smart to do what he did and sell and got kids to wear those stupid hair things that look like his hair. And they were an overact for a good two years, three years. So he's not wrong. And, like, just because we find him difficult to deal with, I mean, we're just calling it as we see it, but he, you know, he has the ability to get people to. Oh, dude, he was like he was doing fan, well you know? at, at Immortal this past weekend. Uh, people wearing his merch and and signing things, so he definitely yeah. has a point on on all that, dude. Um, but he probably sold for himself and sold for some tests backstage, and that's what <laughs> ended yeah. up uh, being the demise of it all. You know, yeah. So. yeah. Well, he never had, never had a bad match. That, like th- things like that pop me because. Wow, this guy's that good. He's never had a bad match. Because I look at my career, and go, here's my top seven dog shit matches, <laughs> right? Like, uh, I, so. I find it pretty hard to find a pretty good match that I don't mind showing people. Yeah, right, exactly. But I watched one the other day versus Well Done on oh, there. Uh, he posted for sure. That was fun. That was a bump taking uh, machine. Yeah, you were. You were. They they gave you a little bit on the high yeah, spot they, they, you, they were they were good guys. Out. Yeah, sure and uh, my my whole point back when I used to do job was I gotta get the instant replay. I gotta, I gotta get the replay at the end of the match. That was my, hmm. Take such crazy bumps that they have to show them again and do that. The one your the partner had, where the one guy in well done comes, does he up and over and kicks, kicks him. him in the face. Holy he nailed shit. him. 
He you should have heard that live. It was like, wow. And he, oh, man. And he I, tried I, to I roll with it, too, kid. but he, he just snapped, hit, uh, kicked him he around. He hit him the with the heel of his foot. And then yeah. the, he had eaten, um, Rex King was the guy who did that kick. He caught a little heat in the locker room for that afterwards. Lex Luger was watching that match with that one, two, three kid. And they're like, yeah. dude, did you go apologize to that kid? And he's, he's like, why? He's like, dude, you almost knocked his head off his shoulders. Yeah. So they kind of well, that's that's that. where like a spot like that looks cool and is devastating for enhancement talent. But guys who are over like Alex Luger go, I'm not fine. You're not doing that to You're me. Not doing it to me, yeah. Fuck and they, that. they um, well done, got a little bit of heat because they were southern guys coming up to New York, yeah. and uh, they were trying to do stuff to set themselves apart. Uh, one of them, I think, might have been Rex King. The dude, uh, Timothy Well, was doing mm-hmm. these sliding leg drops off the rope, like snap leg drops kind of thing. One, two, three kid had already been doing those in his matches. Okay. And so he had a problem with them too. So now he had his Lex behind him saying, Hey, what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, and by the way, stop doing those leg drops, you know? So you snake bit, like I said, like regardless of what you do, you're wrong. So you just go, I'm really sorry about that. Won't happen again and try to move on from it. But they were only on TV for just a handful of matches as it is. And they got sent back down to Memphis. They worked the, their gimmick in that one. That was all right. They, but well, they, after my match with them, they, they told me that they wanted me to go back to Memphis with them. And I was like, Sweet. Yeah, I'm, not ready, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> so I'd only been working for like a year at that point. Right. And plus, I knew I got paid better working for Kowalski than I would have been Memphis. But, you know, who knows what would have happened if I had gone down there. But I knew I would have starved if I didn't. Because it was probably got getting paid 20 bucks a night back then. I was getting a buck 50. Uh, 150 bucks working in the Northeast doing yeah. three or four dates a week. I, I was making enough money to live just doing indie dates back then. So, you know, WWE payments, you know, doing three jobs on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, every three weeks, plus Kowalski's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday shows. I was doing just fine staying where I was. Yeah, so, for sure. Fucking you know, anyway. There was no need to go to Memphis. No Memphis, need to go to Tennessee to get snap kicked in the yeah, face. Yeah, to, to make 20 bucks a night. It makes <laughs> sense to me. AEW wrestlers, you might have heard of them. Uh, they're upset with Tony Khan over the all-in planning, the report says. Uh, AEW from Wembley uh, is only 11 days away. Uh, the match card is looking pretty light, and this is reported left some people in the locker room feeling frustrated with TK. According to SC Scoops, Khan's leadership skills have been called into question over the build to all-in. Furthermore, his handling of the locker room, especially in the wake of the recent CM Punk-related backstage controversies, has led to some frustration among his employees. A lot are upset about Wembley, one one source told SC Scoops. Maybe if it were just Wembley, it would be different. But with everything that's happened over the last year, it's becoming one major issue. People want to know if they're going to go to London, what the card's going to be. It's a show everybody wants to be on. It's like WrestleMania 3 or maybe our WrestleMania 1. But there isn't any urgency. People are scared. We aren't going to live up to this moment. Uh, at the time of this writing, uh, here's, you guys know the card. I'm not going to run it down. That said, uh, the con, uh, con still has some fans in the locker room. In fact, some AEW employees are reportedly giving the boss the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I say... <laughs> Uh, all this is more exposure. Last night, he did a rib scene where he was yelling at yeah, MJF that. and Cole behind the scenes and being a tough guy. So maybe it's. I wasn't sure back. if it was him at first, but then he comes around the corner and you see that it's him. So right. I wonder it's, how like that was like what he does when he yells at people. Like you know, is that is that true to form or is it you know a play? No. I think that was all bullshit. Uh, no, like, like how he reacts when he is pissed because we had heard reports that he was screaming at people in there headsets in gorilla position or whatever so like i wonder what he does say like how does he act when he is 
losing his mind on somebody. I want to hear that, you know? Yeah, I mean, if that was him in there, because I thought it was uh, Adam Cole or MJF impersonating him, but then when he turns the corner and does his thing, it was more real. Like, let's see that. If he's a hard ass, I don't believe that. Most of what I've heard is when he's pissed or marking out, you pull him aside in a room or you're about to be fired and you can get a raise out of him. So uh, that doesn't sound like somebody who's in control, three-time booker of the year, uh, and really to have no build in these stupid little buddy scenes going into your big show. I didn't feel any heat, even FTR and the Bucks last night and the two weeks before at these face-offs where you're just looking at each other is right. is the dumbest like hype and way to to, to get things over. So um i did like the bucks versus guns i didn't care for the finish last night but i popped in the entrance when they super kicked him and took their spotlight i thought that was really good um, i didn't see that part but bucks and ftr will probably have the match of the night i imagine yeah you know, the bucks yeah, will but, pull it out of ftr because they're fucking rotten and uh, but there's no heat there's no like big no, story. No heat. There, there, is there ever in, in, in aew Should hardly be. hardly ever it's just always Match with twenty five spots that I would never remember. They, but that's their that's their style. They got color on Nick Wayne and almost murdered him in his in his own garage two weeks ago. This week he came back to have a match. Attempted <laughs> 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 uh, no homicide, that, right? but let's have yeah. a match, oh, boy, uh, oh, and boy. not against the guys who almost attempted murder him. They just sat up at the top and watched after. Yeah, and that kid having a job this early, I don't care if he has been working in the ring since he was nine. He's way too young to have a contracted job. That's, that's not going to end up good for him in the long run. Yeah, so by the time he's 28 years old, people will be sick of seeing him, and he'll only be just getting ready to be good. Yeah. And he'll already be washed up. So they didn't do uh, any favors. Well, maybe uh, CM Punk will take interest in him and get him over. Uh, new details regarding what allegedly happened backstage between CM Punk and Ryan Nemeth. Uh, as I had stooged off a month ago when I first heard it, and now apparently it's in the news because Wade Keller says so. So uh, the story conveyed to PW Torch uh, via probably Rene Dupree podcast where I talked about this, and now he's just taking credit for it, uh, is the concerned <laughs> Nemeth in the locker room. It got inches away from his face angrily and aggressively asked if they had a problem or if they needed to settle things outside punk cited to Nemeth that his comments on Twitter inflamed existing tensions and the optics of the tweet sent a bad message. The incident was witnessed by numerous wrestlers and was characterized as awkward and weird. Uh, punk and Nemeth were said to have talked things out and shook hands, but there was apparently still tension between them. It's believed that Nemeth has backed off and laid low because he doesn't have the leverage and star power that punk does. Well, of course, uh, and punk, not that uh, he didn't take the first shot at Punk while he was in the ring with the softest guy in the uh, world is in the ring or what have you. Uh, you know, that's what Nemeths do. <laughs> what did he say in the tweet? Uh, he said the uh, softest guy in the locker room is in the ring or something like that on Punk's return. Soft so, how? Like physically? Like not in good shape be, or uh, mentally? I think soft, dude. Yeah, that he'll fucking sell for anything. And then he did sell for it. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. So now it is weird. Can you can you see me? Can you hear me? Sure. Can you hear me? Apparently, All kinds of shenanigans going on. Um, but yeah, can you, like can you the, hear me, dude? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay, sorry. I was gonna say, like, uh, I don't even remember what my fucking point is now. After that fucking that that, that yeah. he was he was tweeting about punk well, and that punk. Came I was up gonna on. say that it's 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 super weird that like punk's like office now when he would have never been an office guy because office guys are stooges and this and that, but. 
seems like he's like running this fucking show hand in, you know like it's it's his deal and now he's in charge so now he's a boss like what he would have called anybody a stooge like back in WWE days for like wanting yeah. to be in control of a worker and now they, he sent home Hangman Page, Ryan Nemeth, uh, Matt Hardy, and he sent Chris Page for what? In North Carolina, didn't want him in the locker room. It would have been too much issue. So in North Carolina, uh, he fucking didn't want him backstage at collisions wow. to, to keep the status. A contracted going. worker should be able to go to any of the shows they want to go yep. to uh, without any problem. And it's, even if they're they're in your production area, if they go to catering or they're outside having a cigarette or they're in the locker room shitting around with the boys. You're helping somebody come over the finish. Unless they're in there fucking sabotaging your shit, which they're not going to. A contracted worker is not going to do that. They want well, he thinks that Matt Hardy and them, and well, Chris Daniels was in there in the fight, so he doesn't want Young Bucks Stooges backstage at right. Collision because that's his show. Dumb. Like, that's what's going And this is where people are like, Tony Khan has lost control completely. And he would, yeah. the thing is, is Punk. Punk would have made fun of somebody being that paranoid yep. years ago. Yep. Yep. Uh, also, Punk uh, cut a promo on Hangman Page about him uh, being the hangman because his toys are just hanging around in the Walmarts <laughs> and not selling. And wow. he went in he went in on him. But then he apologized to Hangman afterwards after his post-show promo via text. So now apparently – Yeah, how do you, how do you yeah. drop somebody on a microphone and then text him, sorry about that, kid? Because you, know, you have, not because you're not, not made, equal, no. you're not made of the thing that a real man is made out of. That's, That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're a Chicago fucking comic book fun boy, and you burn bridges and constantly go at people who you deem less than you because yeah. easy, they're easy targets, and you have your over friends behind you. So the people who know that they are telling the truth can't clap back and they just have to take it on the chin. Otherwise the politics will rain down upon you. Yeah. Uh, but next Did time I, it gets in anybody's face and goes, you want to take it outside? I would say absolutely. Absolutely. Let's fucking do it. And then we're going to roll tape on this. You and you hitting the fucking floor. Yeah. That's about me. it. Uh, there'd be a couple more because then I'd be on top of you hitting you some more. <laughs> <laughs> so did they end up firing uh, Cabana after all that bullshit between nope. him and Colt? So nope. does Colt still work? Like, what does he do? The Friday night show? Like, I've I never seen the Friday night. He's just been night. at home, bro, collecting just a collecting check. A quiet yeah, paycheck. Yep. Is he doing any indie stuff? Because I never hear him. Like, back in the day, he was everywhere with the podcast yeah. and had dates all over the world and now he just it's like he just disappeared should have gone right in on it bro should have fucking brought his mom on the road with yeah. him the yeah. bank account stuff we're doing a one-man show like the undertaker going over all this shit go and and do what taker does is you fucking shadow whatever town you're in i'm sure oh, i'm sure the lawsuit in. between him and punk fucking all that's got to be kayfabe i'm sure punk went perhaps, full bitch on that perhaps. too yeah so too bad it, it, but this is how their fickle friendships are. That they will that punk. But for Cole's sake, his... I hope we got a couple million bucks out of that to take him out of the business because he wasn't planning, I'm sure, on leaving the business until he was dead. So hopefully, it's enough money where you can kick back and be like, well, fuck wrestling. Well, you know what I mean? Well, here's his fuck wrestling money. He owns how much of pro wrestling teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, so yeah, he's probably doing all right. Probably yeah. no longer in a studio apartment in Chicago. <laughs> no, no, he uh, he moved to Northbrook. He's good. Uh, I wonder if he still owns it, or they bought him out, or what the deal. I I, I love to know shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I think he's still part owner, and everyone that sold, he might get ten cents on. But how yeah, much? Even is if that it was a nickel, day? dude, it'd yeah, be yeah. a lot of money. Yep. A lot of money. And sure, shit would be. Um, you know, and I, as much as I've had good and bad experiences with Colt, uh, like without Colt starting the podcast game and without him doing the pro wrestling, he's, the, he's the godfather of, of everything we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't get as much credit as he should yeah. that way. He's only going to be an afterthought based on this brawl out bullshit yeah. and never, uh, they never did the Jewish stuff properly with the bar mitzvah where he could have gotten over with that. You know, he could have been with Colt. MJF. Yeah. Him, uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Shmooly. Hey, Shmooly. <laughs> yeah. Could have been completely reinvented, and he's great in the background, even of the dark order bullshit they put him in as doing like part of the scene painting and reactions. If he's not in the forefront, you watch Colt in the back, he's into the character, even if it's just a yeah, big yes, IT. yes, you're right. So, the, he, he knows what the fuck he's doing there. There's yeah. way more money on him than they've ever gotten out of him, yeah. a lot more than Scotty Goldman ever was going to be, right? I agree. Um, uh, concerned that there could be a giant explosion. Oh my, in Maui. No, in AEW, if CM Punk issues aren't <laughs> resolved, um, as previously noted, wrestlers in AEW are said to be in an awkward position when it comes to speaking out against Punk in regards to his various backstage issues. It was reported that multiple people in AEW were told to show up for a collision, Hangman, Nemeth, Hardy, and Daniels. Uh, there are people who are not affiliated with the elite or CM Punk who are said to be very frustrated that these incidents involving Punk keep happening, especially with All In coming up at Wembley. Uh, Meltzer Seltzer says yes and no, and he also says not one, but I've had people who are pretty much said, two people who pretty much said in the last two days that are not names anyone would come up with in this discussion who basically told me like, this thing is going to be a giant explosion. It's going to be terrible for the company unless it's nipped in the bud right now. And when it happens, you know, you can see it happening and whatever. Um, uh, let me see here real quick. What kind of person to say a toe to so, but you know what? A toe to so. A fucking a toe to so. Uh, yeah. And this again, seen it, seen it firsthand multiple times, and uh, that's the pattern of behavior is never corrected, and nobody really does go. Let's go outside and right. do what what your daddy, who was never there for you, should have done to you a long time ago when you were eight years old when this fucking pattern of behavior started. So, um, yeah, it's a, a ticking time bomb, and it's not going to be. And here's what's really going to set it off. And it's how the elite can sit in the cut and wait just to push the button because it's already happened. They went right. from 870,000 to 760 down to 380 when they were up against SummerSlam UFC and the Jake Paul fight. And now people can go see Punk's not a draw and start that right. shit and needle at him. And all you need is two or three of those for him to lose his shit, sell. And fucking, it's really not his fault. He is a good performer, but the time slot and where they're up against is a lose, 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 yeah. no win situation. Never win. He'll never win that. Never win it. And now they can spin that into heat that you know will get to him and get him to sell. You know that, how old that show would both be if it was on at 10 a.m.? Yeah. Like, Saturday morning wrestling? Come yep. on. Yep. I mean, the, the just think of the merch bump on that. Like the kids watching, I want the CM Punk doll. You know, sure. like 
it worked for Vince for fucking a generation. You know, it made the company billions of dollars. I don't understand. And, and especially if he's bragging about being a merch mover. Well, yeah, then yeah. let's get to him the merch that move. If that I were punk, I'd be like, guy, why isn't the show on in the mornings? Yeah. Like, I would be pushing and pushing. If you got that much stroke, yeah, absolutely. You, should say I, you know what? I would, you know what I would do? I would approach a dude like Brendan Thurston, who, by the way, is a friend of the show. He's a great kid. Um, I would say, Brendan, is there any chance? And I'd even pay him for his time and be like, can you, is there, can you get access to like when like Wrestling Challenge and Wrestling Superstars and uh, yeah. American Wrestling was on TV, WWE stuff between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. on Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings? Back from like eighty-seven to like ninety-two, to see what the ratings were and what the what the merch sales were, because WWE was still a private company, so I'm not sure if you can get the information. But right. is there a way that you can kind of figure out how that affected the sales of their merch and their push of the house shows? Because it would be a ten a.m. show, be like later tonight at the Boston Garden, Randy Macho Man Savage, come on in here right now as you yeah. defend the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship against the Hockey Top Man. Oh yeah, tonight at the Boston Garden. And, and it's, the whole show was just to promote the house shows. That's the, sure. the whole reason you're on TV on the weekends or whatever night you're on was to promote house shows, to get your ass to buy a ticket to go to the show. You buy a T-shirt, you get a poster, you get a popcorn and a hot dog, yep. go home, and it was the greatest night of your life. But the whole point now is just to have a TV show, which makes no sense. There's no reason for it. It's just, so so guys can uh, pretend to do a kangaroo kick to get yeah, a Yeah, like, oh, see how I held my hands? It was just so fucking funny. Yep, oh, yeah, you got a little persnickety, <laughs> but that, that, that doesn't translate into dollar bills. Put nah. the show on at 10 a.m., put the fucking, even recreate all those old WWF um, action figure fucking things with the, the wrestlers come in. You, you got to bring home all the action. You'll get some satisfaction yeah. when you bring home all the action. They can twist, they can bump, they can do this. And, and, and you get a hold on everyone. You're like, Mom, let's go to Toys R Us right now. They have the new British Bulldog toy yeah. there. I got to get the British. Where's the Darby Allen skateboard? Where, Where, yeah, where's the Darby Sting combo pack? Let's go. Dude, like, it's X Games this week. Skateboarding, nothing. We have no crossover. Ridiculous, no nothing, dude. Nothing, Ridiculous. Nothing. How are they not there Like being ambassadors for AEW? Yeah. Unreal. Like, we're gonna drop the flag on the first fucking contest, and Sting's gonna give the champion of uh, whatever happens in the main event of whatever this X division, you know, exporting right. thing is. Sting's gonna present the trophy to the winners. You know what I mean? Like even Darby's that good of a skateboarder. Why didn't? Why wouldn't you have him? Even if he gets right, don't have him compete, top guys. but have him open no, the I thing. Would, I would have show. him compete. Fucking a. Yeah. And somebody, if, if you wanted to work it. Some other somebody else throws a skateboard out and trips him up to fuck up his run, and it's another right. wrestler that's right. there, right? To to do any little thing like right. that. Right. Here's the thing: is is that what I'm getting at is that if the show are on earlier and you gear it towards children and you put your merch, they already have merch in Walmart. They have merch yeah. in Target. It's already yep. out there. This is going to help push people to go there and buy it. And what what is hard to understand about this? So you can either be on at 8 p.m. when you're up against. Postseason baseball, which is right around the corner. Uh, premium NBA, live events. Yeah. yeah. Premium, yeah. Uh, 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 UFC, college. College uh, uh, shit. College sports. Yeah, <laughs> college football. And, and like Boomer Sooners, brother. You know what I mean? Like, or go on at 10 a.m. where you're up against literally nothing and, and promote all your stuff. Promote your house shows. Promote your merchandise. Promote your website. Promote your pay-per-view. And yeah. everything is just it's, – it's, it's an infomercial – for people to buy shit from your company. And then he can go back and really have some power. 
to be like, look at the right. no fucking, I'm the number one merch mover. Nobody can tell me shit. Instead, we're set up for a major fucking explosion of, uh, we'll get this motherfucker and right. not based off of and the right of the boys. You come around and it's like, it's the quarterly payout and some dude gets a check. Sammy Guevara is just like, I just got a check for $150,000 and I didn't yeah. have to do shit. Yeah. It's yep. just that we changed the I had to sell for punk. I had to sell and job. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot easier to deal with you being an asshole when I'm getting a yeah. hundred grand. And the show is still <laughs> two hours long. So you know what you do? You give Sammy an enhancement match. Sure. Get out there, kid. Show everybody what you can do. Do a great babyface promo. Let's get him to be a babyface, first of all. Let's let's stop this he fucking won't. tweener shit. After let's this week he was, face. yeah. Yeah, we yes, yes and no. Because even even after that, Jericho was still a heel because he made the heel decision, who then right. ended up getting jumped. So how do you have fucking sympathy for somebody who made your the wrong cavalry, choice? When you run in his cavalry, though, like you yeah. got to be baby, right? So yeah, yeah it's yes, whatever. but still, you know, <laughs> and it, it had only been one week since he said, "Well, I don't know if I'm going to break up with you or not." Uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't six months I down the road not. where he made the decision. Yeah, I it guess was one not. week later. Mm-hmm. and that's mind. why people are questioning three-time booker of the year none yeah. of this shit so, is on brand and makes sense right so. yeah yeah I would, like that's what i would do if i were if i were in tony khan's position and yeah. money is not the issue and you can essentially if you could have anytime you want because you could pay for the time vince used mm-hmm. to buy airtime for years upon years before they started buying his show yeah. he was in syndication he paid for those spots mm-hmm. how did he pay for them because he was able to with the money from that he got, it all generates its own. It's like that compounding interest. It gets like the, the snowball rolling down, the road gets bigger and bigger and faster. Yeah. Yes, you're putting money out to buy the spot. You're getting eyes on the product. They're going to the show. They're buying the merch. So you're essentially investing in your product. They're not thinking about that. It. They're thinking eyes on the show. I had a good match. Right. Who gives a fuck? The match doesn't matter. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't mean anything in the marketing uh, part of what we're it's, trying to do. It's to sell silly. Stuff. Because the whole point is to just to get people to come to your house shows. Yeah. You get, bump up your yeah. house show business. Get people in the seats. Get people excited about the characters that you have in the ring that are larger than life. I don't want to see guys who look like they could be selling me a candy bar at Circle K. I want to see guys that are special, that can do something that I can't, that I'm willing to go ahead and drop down 25 bucks, 30 bucks, 40 bucks to go and see because it's better than yeah. going to a movie. Yep. Uh, this one is, this ain't a movie, dog. This is real life. Hacha. I saw that, yeah. Show that to uh, Teresa yesterday. She goes, who's that? I'm like, it's Sunny. She's like, holy shit. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> WWE Hall of Famer Tammy Sunny. Sunny looks Snitch. like Sunny's aunt. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. Aunt Boo Boo. Yeah, pretty Boo-Boo much. Aunt Boo Boo came over last week. I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, fucking... Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Tammy Sonny Sitch facing up to 25 years in prison. Uh, yeah. As previously noted, Hall of Famer Sitch is facing numerous charges from her March 2022 car accident, including DUI manslaughter in connection with the death of 75-year-old Julian L. Lassiter. In an update to the legal case, TMZ.com is reporting that Sitch pleaded no contest to the felony charge of DUI causing death and is now facing up to 25 years in prison. A sentencing hearing for Sitch has not yet been determined. TMZ noted the following: Sitch had initially pleaded not guilty to all the charges, uh, but her changed her pleas in a Volusia County courtroom on Wednesday afternoon, days before the case was slated to go to trial. According to the documents, in addition to the the plea to felony DUI causing death, she also pleaded no contest to one felony charge of driving with license suspended causing death. Four misdemeanor counts of DUI with damage to a person and two misdemeanor charges of DUI 
with damage to property. Um, you know, I thought maybe she was just going to cut the deal here for the DUI causing death and they would drop some of the other, but apparently there's no contest. Yeah, there's way too much on that rap sheet to ignore at this and, point. And, and previous fucking infractions right. from the last 20 years. I see, I see big numbers here, bro. Yeah, like 25. I'll tell you. I'm glad yeah. she ended up going with the no contest thing because I remember her being in court, seeing the video of her blaming somebody for giving her too much of her own medication, which causes her to not be able to do things right. properly. It's like it, it was. It, this makes it seem like she's taking a little bit of responsibility, and probably her lawyer was probably like, "You can't be. You, you are first of all, you are not a superstar anymore. Your your time is come and gone. You are. You know. You you fucking work the system. You fucking have hurt a lot of people." At this point, if, as long as you say no contest, you have a chance of at least looking kind of responsible for your actions here, and maybe the court will favor that. That's what I'm, I'm imagining the advice the lawyer gave her. It's going to be take four years, and if they give you seven, do it with a smile because you could be doing 25. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you're, you're, if you go in there and you say not guilty and they prove you wrong and all these things, they're going to Fuck you hard. Yeah, dude. And so and and, and, and she's in the wrestling yeah. bubble thinking that, hey, I'm an ex-WWE star. Right. I'm over. And, like, nobody's looking at it like that, bro, especially a jury. You know what right. I mean? They're so somebody gonna... must have taken her by the shoulders and shook her and said, you are not fucking sunny anymore. You are now Tammy. Yeah, yeah. You haven't been sunny in 25 years. Yeah. To, to take a little bit of onus, like you said, after that, not that it's a, like, patch on the back for doing it. I think this is like I'm submitting to the system. It's showing a little remorse. A little, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And knowing that you're not getting out of this one, so you might as well say I'm guilty. You get 25. You might be out in 12 in time to go to a nursing home. You know what I mean? You think seven? I have a friend whose father went into went to jail for DUI, who ended up accidentally killing somebody in a crash, and he was scheduled to do 25 years, and he got out, and I think. Eight. Okay, that's what so. I say seven. But now with all those others stacked on top, that's what I was thinking twelve. You know what I mean? I was thinking mm-hmm. if it was just the one, then she might be out in seven. But I'm seeing twelve years behind, uh, double digits at least. I'll say that you know, along with a five year. Well, you know, you, you know, you take a motherfucker's <coughs> life. I mean, yeah. what do you expect's going to happen? You know? No, no, I, you. Got it's it. hard to have sympathy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's definitely hard to have sympathy for our final uh, stories of the day here. Uh, double uh, double Don. Let's double down as we go into all in. Uh, AEW's Don Stevens on the similarities between wrestling and ballet. Uh, most people probably won't find any similarity between watching the performance of the Nutcracker. I don't know. My nuts felt pretty fucking cracked last night (laughs) and an episode of AEW dynamite, but that isn't the case for Aubrey Edwards, who has a legitimate history in classical ballet. Furthermore, she believes there's similarities between the two as far as their personal role as a referee file that one under no shit. Uh, when I retired, I needed something to do. Something suggested I, somebody suggested I try refing. uh, she revealed under the ring. It was surprisingly similar to being like the background dancer and Waltz of the Flower or Nutcracker. 
I was also uh, did that. Uh, I'm just wearing pants instead of tights now. I'm there helping other people tell stories and helping put on a show for an audience, and it's great. Uh, while there are times when Edwards hasn't been front and center during a match, such as when she had to confront wrestlers like Chris Jericho or a recent rivalry with Karen Jarrett, the majority of times she's in the background. A good referee should be someone you really don't notice, but they do help play a key role in helping the match uh, tick over. Well, that alone should say that she's not a good referee because all she wants to be is noticed. Uh, quote, you end up having the sugar plum fairy or the person on the poster that's selling all the tickets, right? Then you have all these people behind her essentially standing there making her look really, really great. You have, you're there in a support role to help her tell the story, whatever that story may be, she said. That's essentially what my job as a referee is. The wrestlers are telling a story. I'm there to help facilitate that. Uh, in a follow-up, uh, because she's just there to be, uh, in the background. Um, this comes from the exposed turnbuckle, uh, Jake Lures, the lead singer of the band August Burns Red spoke about how Aubrey Edwards was shocked. He didn't know who she was at the rear, at the record signing, um, full quote below. Uh, this came from the Hameen media discussion. Whoa. Uh, yeah, it was crazy, man. We were doing a signing and there's this crazy lady comes up and gets me to sign an album for her. She then says, you don't recognize me, do you? And I replied to her, not really. No, should I? In which she replied, I'm Aubrey Edwards. I think she said her name was, and I said, who? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know that name. In which uh, she goes, I'm a wrestling referee, maybe the most famous one in the business. You really haven't seen me before? And I said to her, sorry, I haven't watched WWE in a few years. I'm <laughs> I being love that honest. I <laughs> and I'm, I'm a wrestling fan, but I've just been busy. And she laughed and said, WWE, I'm not in that garbage. I'm in AEW. You really need to check it out and see for yourself what we're doing over there. It'll get you back into wrestling. I promise you that. Uh, and I laughed and said, have a nice day, lady. And as she walked, <laughs> she was walking off, she turns around and says, uh, what are you laughing at? Before the event, security eventually moved her along because there was a ton of people behind her and she'd already taken up like five minutes of my time. It was pretty insane, dude. This is the mental illness of every theater chick, every musical theater, every ballerina, everyone inside the wrestling bubble, every Don Stevens report, YouTube link, every AEW botches, butt hurt, fucking mm -hmm. I think I'm over. I, I'm She's clueless out of herself completely with that. She is clueless, bro. I like By the way, that. how dare he uh, assume her gender and call her lady first? That is true. That is true. Uh, but just to keep putting, to not know if you're on TV, that you're putting yourself over. You don't know who I am. Ugh. Guess what? When you have to say Ugh. that, you're not over. If that all, guy doesn't go, honest. hey, I know you from somewhere. Where do I know right. you from? Right. Don't you say a fucking word. Nothing. Just get your autograph and get the fuck out of there. What did she think was going to happen? Oh, that's right. You are a fucking rep. Hey, everybody, sit down here and sign with me. I'm going to have you join my signing. Aubrey Edwards is here getting my autograph. Wait, we should turn the tables. We should turn. I'm such yeah. a big fan. Yeah. I am such a fucking big fan of you. You, you, you. you, you Without you, there's no match. You realize she, that, right? She is an embarrassment to oh. this entire industry, bro. Dude, I would, if she was in my office, I would get all my fucking office up to get together before she gets to work and be like 
Let's all rip the fuck out of her and ask her for a fucking autograph. When oh, she comes in the absolutely. Absolutely. Every fucking time that she came in, I'd have that band playing in the background. Whatever, whatever that band was. Yeah, fucking yeah. the dude who didn't know her. Like this yeah. band's the best. Get some bro. confetti. Be like, everybody, Aubrey's here. Yay. Yeah, dude. Just roll out a, literally get a red carpet and roll it down at her fucking office. And be like, Oh, genuflect. And Oh, we didn't know you were here. Uh, Madam Edwards. Last night she did one. She goes like this. Whoa, one. Like oh. trying to get dude, just pulling as much focus so as hungry. possible. So mean, so meanwhile, we have, hungry. we have these stories where she's like, and I'm just like a backup. I, yeah. You don't put the sugar plum fairy out there. You, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, like, and then everything she does is the opposite oh. hog, selfish, bullshit theater, fucking yeah. diva mentality, bro. Like there are but, pantomimes in France going, keep it down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it, it's brutal to watch her even work, and, and never would I have her in one of my matches. And for her to do the Karen Jarrett thing, who also needs to be on camera at any cost. At least she's doing fucking, you know, screaming and doing what she's supposed to do, being a Karen. But the the doubles like speak of like, I just stay small and help facilitate, and then action, bring them in. We're bringing the seven forty seven in, and you're out of here, and yeah. me oh my and my God. dude, just it, it's absolutely embarrassing to even have people like this yeah. in the business, yeah. bro. And this is her time to shine, brother. This is it. It's brutal. I can't it's wait until brutal. the day comes because there'll be a day where she's just not with the company anymore. I can't wait for like a week after she's out of AEW for her to now I'm going to tell the real story about AEW. I fucking hated working there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They kind of hold me back and I could have done this and that. Or how I'll even putting that out there, that fucking quote or the guy putting it out, not like she did, but if she's saying it to him, I do not work for that garbage where any worker worth their fucking salt would know if this shit's about to go down with punk or we're about to go down right. the ship, I'm going to jump over there. And then this comes out. Oh, she says we're garbage. They'll hire her just to fuck with her maybe. But regardless, right, right, right. she is, it's an embarrassment to any worker or ref that watches that shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So hire her for one of those 10 match tryout type of deals that the boys used to get back in the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just have her be on the house show loop, trying her out have one of the girls roll over during a three count and be like, Bum. Oh yeah. We need a raft ball right, right here. In the fucking yeah. head. Dude. Uh, but, like, and, and she's way. also you hurt my elbow. We are fucking fired. Get out of here. But she was also a video game expert too. So I mean, what, what, can, what can't she do? What can't she do at this point? She'll be the hey, champ. Dude, She'll this do is Aubrey it. Edwards world. And we're just living in it. That's okay? right. I mean, it's a Don Stevens community uh, effort. Um, but I had to end on that one even more important than uh no, 25 years to life, I guess. <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> that's how it feels uh, like when you watch one of her matches. Yeah, like that dude, to life. That, it, that's cruel and unusual Guantanamo punishment. I'm here to tell you. Uh, but y'all, uh, man, that another great Friday locker room, an hour and 40 ripping right by. And thank you guys for subscribing to channelattitude.com. Uh, plenty more to do for you guys this weekend. I'll be lifting logs at Woodsman's and uh, good luck. Yeah, fuck, bro. And hopefully we get a break in the cannabis dam of information today. So my good hopes luck. are up, only to probably be dashed because I should no, know. No, no, no. Think positively. Yeah. Well, in wrestling, you should just be like, I don't have hope. I will just get through right, it. Right, right. <laughs> so, but uh, I'm glad to get through it with uh, my tag team partner, who I think it was well done this show. You know, as well, ah. you guys snap kicked in the face. Uh, but. Straight 
Driz, what's going down? I just posted uh, the Wednesday locker room yesterday early. Yeah, I hope you saw yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, I saw it first thing in the morning. I, fucking, <laughs> I, dick, I, was so I don't need that heat. I don't need that heat two weeks in a row. Uh, <laughs> I said to myself, if it's not up, I'm not saying shit. I'm just going to let it fucking roll. I don't, I'm not, yeah. I'm, you know, but thank you for doing that. I do appreciate that. We had a good show. It was really fun. It's always fun talking to the boys, you know? Yeah. This it, it, is great. You know, Billy Ray is getting ready to do another one of those. Um, uh, conspiracy theory little things in New York City where he rented a yeah. room and has all these dudes coming out to speak. He's doing that in October, I believe. And uh, okay. if you want to follow Billy Ray on um, Twitter at Obi One, you know me. Uh, I have him tagged in a bunch of tweets. So if you don't know how to spell that, just find one of my yeah. tweets where I have him tagged and follow him because I know that it's it's not like a cheap show to go to, but you're getting so much. That is like well worth the value, like beyond sure. the value of the ticket. He's cultivated so, so many incredible uh, relationships with his shows the last five years. That he's really uh, a pillar yeah. in that community. It's, yeah. it's amazing to see. He's really built it up from nothing. Yes. And, uh, you know, he didn't. He wasn't anybody. Like he just came in and did his thing and built his own brand. And now it's just like it's just, it's it's really its own thing, which is great to see. And mm-hmm. I believe Andrew Bello might, might be going there. So like, if you're in the New York City area or you want to go into New York City. Do it around this thing, and it, it, it's going to be worth it. And you'll get to meet Billy Ray and all the guys and the, the big, the big wigs in the conspiracy realm who yeah. have their shows that literally get millions of listeners every week. You get to meet these guys in person, which is pretty insane to think. Yeah, I love that he's got his 10,000 hours in and that he's pushing it to this next level. It's only going to make him more of a pillar, an icon, and a name because he can hang with all of them. There's no doubt about it. Uh, His level of professionalism and delivery is – and and tries to remain unbiased as possible to to play counterpoint. Yeah, he's an open-minded dude, you know what I mean? Because even if you believe something, if you have an idea, he's not going to shoot you down. He'll sit and openly listen to it. He doesn't judge Mm -hmm. you. He's just like, I I never thought of that, you know, and you discuss it like that. Like an actual adult, yeah. Is refreshing. <laughs> or so, you like, can put on some uh, Australian hats and watch Crocodile <laughs> Dundee. Some right, some right, timely right. references. Oh, and talk about blooming onions. I wonder how much. <laughs> by the way, uh, I wonder how much. Um, Outback paid for that spot, unless he's just trying to get free food for everybody on the. Well, crew. they wouldn't even. Food. I don't. I don't think they did. They gorilla it because they wouldn't let him shoot in the restaurant. They ah. showed him go in, and they came back out, so they didn't let him even shoot in there. That's There's awesome. They still put it over shit. by name. It's so stupid. But anyway, uh, yeah, so we had a great time this past week on a Wednesday locker room. Today was a great time. I think next week is my last uh, Friday locker room oh, season. So we'll have to fun. come up with something special. Yeah, we'll do something cool. I'm sure there'll be fucking lots of stupid headlines to go over. And uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to follow me on the X, I should say, it's at Strangler Steve underscore. And uh, this coming Tuesday, I'll throw up a uh, question. This week was uh, we were using our wrestling time machine to go and choose any of your favorite wrestlers to have a match. Who would it have been? And I chose uh, Walter Killer Kowalski, who was my trainer and mentor and one of my best friends, yeah. to go for, uh, in, in his peak, in his prime, to go against Gunther, title for title, because Killer Kowalski had tons of titles, and obviously Gunther is the current Intercontinental Champion, So, and they're both so similar in what they do in the ring, the aggression, the, you know, moving forward at all paces and just, you know, just devouring opponents. Mm-hmm. They're very similar in style. Very similar. And in yeah. look. So yeah. I thought that the two of them would have such a great clash that, that that's who I used in my time machine match. So I'll ask you, if you had a time machine and you could go back and create any kind of match between two of your favorites, who, who would you do? Who would you oh, have in the man. ring together? One of them would have to be Andre the Giant because you were yeah. a huge Andre Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I was I was with Andre <laughs> out, of, out of my uh, – uh, 
Um, I would like to see how Andre and possibly Rey Mysterio would work together. I think that would be pretty Andre from like, like 1978 would have been able yeah. to do a lot of that stuff. A lot of there, stuff. There are clips of Andre from like the late 70s going off the top of the cage and sitting on Kamala and not killing him. Yeah. You know, so he was very uh, mobile back in the. the Actually, 70s. I'm gonna take that back. Uh, Andre versus Don Stevens is what I was looking for <laughs> in a first blood match. Yeah, Don up, Don up yeah. strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. I have to say that out loud. So, so yeah, that's, that's my cool. number one choice. So, yeah, we're, we're gonna come up with some other kind of really cool question this week. I'll and then they're gonna tag Twitter. and become Dondre. So that's like, <laughs> right. Her name has to be on top in that situation. Yeah, of course, first so, got to. So yeah, we'll do another question this Tuesday. And if you want to be part of the fun, just answer the question and we'll have you get shouted out on the Wednesday locker room. We'll have some fun that Absolutely. way. And that's kind of winding down to an end too. But you know, we're gonna see if we can maybe keep that one rolling, is depending on everybody's schedule and everything. But sure. yeah, we'll we're, we're gonna have some fun with it. So, you know, stay tuned with that kind of stuff. But uh, oh, I'm looking forward to next Friday and uh, being on Me the too, Friday man. locker room. It's been a great summer, uh, and it'll be a nice way to close out the end of the summer. And I, I've been looking forward to, to it since like April, like texting you. Yeah, saying, I, I know, wait. man. And it has so it's been. been. It's been awesome. I can't say thank summer. you enough. Yeah. And, and oh, everybody no, no. listening absolutely loves it. Absolutely yeah, it's, loves it's, it. It's been a great time. So, uh, and any other time I can slide in there, I'll let you know. But um, yeah, we'll have some more fun next week. Yeah, man, we'll get that done. And I think after, to, if somebody's got to come in and try and take your spot, I know Renee Dupree's offered uh, to do some stuff, so we'll have some crossover there. I had a great time on uh, Cafe de Renee with Kiwi uh, and uh, uh, Babyface and, and everybody else over there, man, doing a, a, a fun show on Monday, breaking down the headlines as well. So um, this weekend, like I said, lifting wood, chop wood, carry water <laughs> after uh, becoming immortal uh, this past weekend. So thanks for everybody who ordered the pay-per-view on Premiere TV. Uh, great feedback from everybody, man. And uh, as, uh, as always here at channelattitude.com, where you're going to get the exclusive inside stooge report months before uh, any other uh, dirt sheet uh, reporter who gets it third hand is going to put it out because it's where the veterans play here on the media group the friday locker room infidel yolo no bread no water just meat that's all it